Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. I love it when they give us the applause. I love that stuff a lot. And let's get Mike on here. How about that? Mike, Mike who? Yeah, right. Welcome to Both Mics, everybody. Hey, guys. Both Mics, the show about nothing and everything. That is Mike. No, yes, that is Mike Safka. <laughs> and that over there is Mike Taylor. And together we are Both Mics. Yes, welcome to show number 99. Wow. 99 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. Podcast can be heard. Find us on twitch.tv slash both mics Friday nights at 7 o'clock-ish Eastern time. We run about two hours. We done we do two shows. <clears throat> and you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. Find us live on Facebook, YouTube, Stitcher, Anchor, blah, 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 blah. Nice. So how are you, sir? How is how is the Safka family doing? Hey, dude, if we were doing any better, I'd have to have plastic surgery to remove the smile from my fucking face to quote Chevy Chase. How about that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Back God. to life. Uh, allergies are just killing me, bro. Yeah. You have like seasonal allergies? The wife does, and she has, uh, she was. I don't think that's affecting her right now. We were driving around earlier, and she was admiring the uh, orange blossoms. She could oh. smell the orange blossoms real well. So. Yeah, you could smell those, but yeah. Yeah, Ugh. I know the allergies a little bit different. You have pollen up there now, or what? Yeah, yeah, we are we are in the midst of it. <clears throat> it's been raining on and off for the past two days. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's uh, not where your car is covered in green or yellow crap, is it? Yeah, that was like last week, but oh, yeah, just all right. just just today, it's like killing me. Wow, I don't know. Well, plus I'm freaking exhausted, you know. Oh, yeah. hey, yeah, how about that? There we go. So, so, so what? What's going on? What's well, what's our agenda today? We're gonna we're gonna start, I think, with <laughs> talking about something that's kind of related to Musk, even though it's not. We're gonna talk about it still. The teen. The teenager who tracked uh, Musk on his airplane, boats, all oh, that right, stuff. Right. right now, he's tracking Russian oligarchs' yachts. Like these guys that have a lot of money. Like this, if you're watching on twitch.tv slash both mics, people that have a lot of money, they have these, uh, you know, yachts Super and stuff yachts. like that. I mean, this yacht has got to be worth friggin' couple million dollars just looking at Easily. it. Easy. Easy. Well, this guy, this is according to, uh, wow, my computer is just taking me wherever the hell it wants to take me. It's not, it's like, you. hey, I know you clicked on that link, but how about you go to Yahoo? You'll like that. <laughs> it's like life, you know? Dude. I'm going this way, then all of a sudden, boom, I'm going that way. Wow, dude, it's like it doesn't want me to pull up this story. Anyway, this kid turns out to be a student from UC UCF. He's 19 years old, <laughs> college student. <laughs> It's the and, guy from Tijuana Flats talking yeah, people. <laughs> he he texts, he does it on Twitter, I guess, and uh, he tracks where Musk was going, and now he's tracking where the Russian oligarchs are going and where all these guys are hiding their yachts and their planes and all this shit. And right, now it right. turns out that some of the yachts are turning off the tracking device. And I'm thinking, well, that's pretty friggin' dangerous. What if you're right? trying to hide so well? You get near Somalia or something where there might be some pirates. And now nobody knows where your friggin' couple million dollar yacht is because you turned off the tracking, and now right. here you are. Yeah, well, it's no different than than any like uh, I'm like my dad, right? If you're flying on an airplane and you're coming to visit me, I'm gonna track your airplane, make sure, sure you're coming in, make sure everything's going good, make sure you're not being you know rerouted to a different area. Right. You could just do the same thing with boats. Um, believe it or not, like. One of the boats uh, is just coming out of dry dock. It's called the the Pride of America, and I actually have an app that's showing me that it just came out of Portland, and it's can we see that? Nope, can't see that. No. Just it, it came out of Portland, and now it's in the Pacific Ocean, and it's heading to Honolulu. So this boat's been in dry dock for two years hmm. because of the the whole pandemic dealio, and uh, yeah. So there's actually an app, and this one is called CruiseMapper.com, and you can track any boat that has one of these tracking devices anywhere in the world. 
Crazy. So, yeah. Crazy. It's easier than you think. All right, now it's time for the second favorite part, my second favorite part of the show. Well, yeah. Of course, we're talking about the alien update. It's a pretty good robot. He's a little bit of an alien, too, but I think he's mostly. He's an alien robot. You could be an alien robot, right? But not all robots are domestic. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! All right, you got to love some alien update. Mike, why don't you tell everybody what the alien update is? Well, there are a certain amount of people on this planet that are high-profile high people that uh, seem to be the movers and shakers and make more things happen than anybody else. Those people being Bezos, Musk, Gates, uh, Branson, Zuckerberg. You know, all these guys are, are running around kind of, kind of controlling everything and uh, – Mike thinks they're aliens. Well, if they're not aliens, they have close contact. They're working in relationship with in conjunction with. They've been given wisdom. They've been given technology by the United States in some cases through UFO recoveries and so forth. So I really think that there's something to this handful of guys here that if they're not aliens, they're. But come on, dude. Look at look at fucking Zuckerberg. That dude's not an alien. He's a reptilian all day, dude. He's a friggin' reptilian. All right, well, there's Musk right there. There's one of our favorite guys. And Musk just revealed some mysterious things about Russia. This comes by ComplexOB7.com. You know what's kind of scary real quick? Yeah. That picture on the right yeah. looks like my ex-mother-in-law. Nice, nice. Yeah. Just, just saying, it looks just like her. Yeah. Well, Musk has gone on to come out and say in a tweet that China, Russia, soon all countries with strong computer science, competition for AI superiority at the national level is most likely the cause of World War III, in my opinion. Then he goes on to talk about uh, intelligent report, intelligence reports from the United Kingdom and the United States and blah, blah, blah. Basically, he's calling out Russia. He's sent... And we talked about this last week. He sent uh, some of the Starlink equipment to the Ukraine. He also sent mm -hmm. those wall panels like you put in your garage and they were charged up. And this way they could take the char those chargers and they could run the Starlink system because they got no power. They got nothing. And then he sent the solar strips to attach to that charging station. And so they can, before it runs out or while it's running out, they can run the solar, you know, and charge it back right. up. So charge the batteries. Yeah, <clears throat> this is a guy who he he's not giving you the Christmas gift that requires six AA batteries and forgot to give them to you and the store's closed because it's friggin' Christmas. No, he's yeah. giving you all the shit. It's it's working. So he's behind Ukraine. He feels that they're getting viciously attacked, and that's the way it looks. And and it's a bad situation. And he's yeah. calling out Putin. I, I he's basically doing everything he can. To support Ukraine in this, and it's uh, that's cool. It's kind of sad cool. what's going on, but at the same time, there's a lot going on that we don't know about. There's a lot going on that we don't hear about, and I'll just leave it at that for now. But it's a bad situation. He's also saying that there's a way to end the war soon as well. He thinks that uh, he thinks that this thing called Destinus technology will soon end the war with Russia. He goes on to talk about this guy, Mikhail Kokorich, is the founder of Destinus. The serial entrepreneur has been dubbed Russia's Elon Musk by the public relations team. The Russian billionaire says his business, Destinus, is developing a hydrogen-powered, zero-emissions, transcontinental delivery drone that can travel at speeds up to Mach 15. What? Destinus plans to combine the technology advancements from a space plane with an ordinary and straightforward physics from a glider to create a hyperplane that will meet many demands of the hyperconnected world. The hyperplane will use clean hydrogen fuel to transport cargo between Europe and Australia in mere hours. The hyperplane will be fully autonomous. It will take off from ordinary runways, traveling leisurely to the coast before accelerating to supersonic speeds. Yada, 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 
yada yada. So Russia has their own guy. He had we we might need to add him to the alien update. We have to uh, add Mikhail Kukurich. Kukurich, huh? Mach 15, cool. that's pretty fast, dude. You think think that that's is. faster than your car, your Mustang? Uh, well, yeah, mine's only a Mach one. No, <laughs> it's, it's a California special, but yeah, and Mach one is what 750 miles an hour. I don't know. I know it's fast, dude. Yeah, so that's 15 times 15 is 225. So half of that is 750. Uh, yeah, take away that, add two zeros. Well, yeah, this is the so way this cat says this thing's going to work. Kokerich indicated in an interview that drone talks that this technology would be accomplished through the help of a first-stage air turbo rocket engine, a known technology. It would then fire a second-stage rocket engine to reach hypersonic speeds ranging from Mach 13 to Mach 15 at altitudes of 160,000 feet. Wow. 162,000 feet? 160. Yeah, 160,000 wow. feet. That's up there. There is more than 10 times less air at such high altitudes than at 10 kilometers or 33,000 feet that most airplanes right, fly right. at. So yeah. the higher they go, the thinner that air, and there's a lot less resistance. So the, yep. the idea is just getting to that point, I guess, getting to that yeah. height. You could probably use, use the same thrust at that level that you do down here. Instead of going 500 miles an hour, you go 5,000 miles an hour. As they say, the space shuttle, when it was orbiting the Earth, was going at 10,000 miles an hour, and you couldn't even feel it. Well, if you're traveling in it, because you're traveling at the same speed, and yes, I get it, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's funny, we're talking about all this, because Musk is reinventing physics. Okay. Okay? If this guy over there in Russia is going to build something that's Mach 15, and he's the Russian Elon Musk, Musk has got to top him. He's got to out Bezos this guy, right? All right. Check this out. NASA designs a near light speed engine that breaks the laws of physics. NASA decides, and this is by the same same site, Complex Complex OB7. NASA designs near light speed engine that breaks the laws of physics. An engine idea that can accelerate to 99% of the speed of light, all without the need for propellant. That may sound like something out of a science fiction movie, but it's not. That's exactly what one of the NASA engineers is developing, and it promises to break the laws of physics. Who I is this guy? I, I don't know. He's again. What's we're in the alien update? That's that's where these ideas and people and stuff are coming from, man. How will these engines be developed? Question mark. If it is going to work without propellant, then what will be its fuel? Question mark. And most importantly, will a human be able to travel in a vehicle with such an engine as its thruster? Well, we'll find out. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. I got alarms going off over here. Shit. He's uploaded to NASA's technical reports server under the title of Helical Engine. That's H E L I C A L. And it works on paper by taking advantage of how mass may change at relativistic. Speed. Say that 10 times fast. Those near to the speed of the light in a vacuum. It's not yet been reviewed by a professional review. It shows. I should have took, I should have done this YouTube video and put this because it shows a friggin' cool looking craft. Kind of looks like. Uh, remember those. Uh, and they still do them. Those uh, high speed boats. And they look like they got two arms. Like they're, yeah, it's a, called a cigarette boat. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, a cigarette boat's one big long boat usually. I'm talking about those racing boats with the two big. It's yeah. like got big things on the side. Right. Anyway, it looks like that combined with an airplane. Oh, is, are you talking about like the the catamaran? No, not a catamaran. I'm talking about like Miss Budweiser has a boat that they you know has rocket engines on it and shit. Yeah. And they race them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think this it's a cigarette boat. It, you'll have to look this. I'll put it on the website. But there's a there's a video here that. Looks really cool. Hang on, let me look at it and tell you how cool One of the most basic laws of physics states that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Okay, that's enough of that. Go to the website, go to the website or go to the uh, Facebook page and we'll we'll pull that you'll be able to pull that right up. But can you imagine, dude, traveling at the speed of light? 
That puts that Mars trip that he's trying to do, he's trying to save the planet and colonize Mars, that puts that e a lot easier in the grasp if you got a light-speed engine that breaks the laws of physics. Right. And if it breaks the laws of physics, are the laws of physics correct? Apparently not. But all laws are meant to be broken, isn't it? How the how, how the song goes? Yeah, hell, I can't drive 55. Give me that thing. I'll go light speed, man. <laughs> Put the pedal to the metal and the thing to the floor and all that. The helo the helic helical chamber would have to be rather huge, according to new scientists. To be accurate, it is 200 meters, which is approximately 656 feet long and 12 meters which is approximately 40 feet in diameter it would also require 165 megawatts of energy to produce one newton of thrust that is the force necessary to accelerate a kilogram of mass per second squared which all right now my head's hurting dude this is too much math for me. <laughs> yeah go Ooh, read the story all right 1. how about that 1.21 gigawatts yeah you hear all that clicking people are gigawatts? too yeah, people are tuning out in record time here. Click, 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 click. I didn't know I was going to listen to friggin' math. All right. I do have some other stuff here. Now, talking about Musk still, okay. I have footage of a test ride on the Vegas loop that he's built. Ah, cool. So I'm going to start this up. It's probably going to have some audio I'm going to quickly try to squash here. All right, I squashed the audio there, but and this is it. I couldn't turn it the other way. This is it's up and down, idiot with this camera here. This is the way they did it. But looks like they're driving around in a parking lot with uh, fencing and yellow lines around them. Looks like they're heading to the airport and they're gonna park in the garage that goes down underneath this big building. Looks like they're at the airport, Las Vegas airport. They go underneath the airport. It's a single lane road. Well, there's another lane going off to the left there. It almost looks like you're on a Disney or Universal ride, doesn't it? Right. Now, boom, all of a sudden you're in a lit up tunnel. The tunnel's lit up like a like a teal blue hue. And there's a single black. But it looks like it's a paved road. There's a car up ahead, maybe a quarter mile up ahead. Doesn't show what type of speed we're on, but it shows the dash of the car with the big screen shows the arrow going underneath the ground not under not on the roadway there wow, uh, so there's there's even internet service in the loop yeah yeah so i'm looking at this and and i'm thinking well okay i i, I don't understand the concept here is this your car you're taking and you're driving without is this like the first time you drove a car without a tr without the little track at disney holding you onto the track you know so this car pulls into this little station, pulls into this parking spot after going through part of the loop here, pulls off, and the guy gets the guy who's filming gets out of the passenger seat, and there's a dude in the car, and he's about to pull away. So I don't know is this is are these guys like Uber drivers to drive the loop or I don't know. I just think it's interesting. It's fascinating to me. I was expecting the car to go faster though, weren't you? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's that specific car actually said Vegas Loop on the back. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're doing test drives and letting people freaking, you know, test drive it. I wonder how close that is to what they're planning on doing in Florida. Remember, we talked about him talking to Florida about an underground, like a subway system. This is probably this, the thing he's talking about, a, a loop. Yeah. Except I don't know how they're going to do it in seawater. You dig three right? feet in your yard, you're going to hit water. It rained all day here. My backyard is completely flooded. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess it's like if you know, like how they do drainage and sewage. If the tunnel, you know, if they have a prefab thing that they place in the ground and connect them together, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But... You know, like they say in Florida, don't empty your swimming pool because your pool will pop out because of the water pressure. Yeah, no, that's so, that's true as well. That's true as well. A, you put a, a self-contained tube underground in Florida, it'll w make its way to the surface eventually. And the opposite is true. If you do a stupid thing like forget to turn your hose off and you go on vacation and you're filling the pool, you can come back to no pool. Because <laughs> everything around the pool will become very wet and very saturated. 
and depending on the drain field that you have, you could you could cause a sink in. You could cause uh, a sinkhole. I mean, really, you could. Wow. There's so much sand here in Florida, man. Well, it, it's all it, it's all it is is sand. It's the first place I've ever lived where if you want a rock, you have to go buy it. <laughs> or you have to get a brick and break it in half. You get away. With, you couldn't get away from rocks. Every, you try to dig a hole. Yes. Go two inches as a rock. You know, you yeah. dig the rocks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not Florida. Were you a rock thrower as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we used to get in a fight with the neighbor's kids. We used to call the neighbor Fatso because she was a large woman. And we used to call her Fatso. And every once in a while, her kids would be out and they'd start throwing rocks and we over the chain link fence, through the chain link fence. It was like freaking war, dude. Hiding behind yep. a swing set, throwing rocks. First grade, I was at the, uh, my dad was an elk member. So he was at the Elks Club. And there was a hill alongside the building. And I was at the top of the hill. You know, I had higher ground and it was a kid at the lower. And we were throwing rocks at each other. And he got me right in the eye. And I've worn eyeglasses every day since. Wow. Yep. Well, you First know, grade. Well, well, Five years old. Well, you know, the, the kids are doing now, they, they play airsoft. Instead airsoft. of paintball, it's airsoft. It's BBs. So the, I, the plastic ones or the copper ones? They say plastic, but I know when I was a kid, when I first oh, yeah. moved to Florida, there was kids shooting each other with BBs. And yep. this one kid was complaining because he got shot in the neck, and the doctor said, it's more risky for me to take it out than leave it in, so you're going to live with that BB in your neck. I guess because yeah. it was near his uh, spinal Spine. column and all that stuff, the, the wow. vertebrae and everything, so he has to live with a BB in his neck. Yeah, we did regular PBs. We did salt pellets. Didn't didn't matter, you know. Uh, there was a time I was on my friend's roof, my neighbor's roof, and I had a BB gun, and I was aiming at a kid who was down on the street uh, on his moped, and I shot him, and he put his hand up, and it skimmed across the top of his hand, and hit him right below the eye. Oh my! You shoot your a- eye out. Exactly, exactly. And it was an old BB, so it was, like, all corroded and stuff. So, like, a week later, he ended up going to the nurse in school. It was all infected and pussy. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Did you get in trouble? Bad. No. Well, the nurse yelled at me, but she was a little freaking And that's the way it was back then. Kids are kids. Yeah. Let them be. Not everything's a freaking hate crime. Right. But, yeah, dude, like, like an inch, maybe two inches tops from his eye. Yeah. Wow. But it was his own damn fault. He put his hand up and it ricocheted off his hand. Wow. Idiot. Andrew Zegler, you dumbass. <laughs> well, check this out. This, I know it looks <laughs> really? blurry. Have you seen it? No. Okay. No, like, I, I know it looks blurry, but these are st- some stills that I have from video because I, I had trouble getting the actual video, but the stills from the video I got. This shows a person in a black outfit standing with their back to us with their head blurred because that person's a minor. And the whole, the whole picture's a little bit blurry, but there's a guy standing in front of this image that's all in black wearing a white long sleeve shirt, obviously a, a, a man of color. Looks like he has a bald head and a beard. He has a bluish color tie and some dress pants on, okay? To his left, our right, you see a computer and you see another person standing there. It's hard to tell that person what's going on. Then you look at the the picture after that, and it looks like dude's going after the guy that's in the black and the black shirt. Now the guy in the black pants and black shirt, he's almost as big as the teacher, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. And the teacher, I'm call, I'm I'm letting it out. I'm sorry, I let it out of bag. The teacher is the guy in the white shirt. The kid in the kid in the black is a student. The kid in the black has a gun. He brought to school. So, dude, the teacher here grabs the kid, and he's using what they've told him you can grab somebody with, supposedly, to refrain them from using this gun. This is according to NewYorkPost.com. According to Georgia Georgia High School coach suspended after restraining student who had loaded gun. Wow. He says, I don't feel like I did anything wrong, Tri-Cities High School coach Kenneth Miller said, according to News 19. I only adhered to the Fulton County School Board policy, says you're allowed to do. 
Miller said that on August 20th, the school's principal called him to her office about reports on students on campus with guns. During that process, we located guns. We saved lives. Miller confronted one female student while in the presence of police officers. Miller and the officers were unaware that the student, whom witnesses described as belligerent and aggressive, had a gun at the time of the confrontation. Situation escalated when the student hit Miller with a stapler. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Miller then grabbed the girl and restrained her until officers stepped in and took her in custody. Miller was initially fired, but the school district later reversed the decision to a suspension, which has lasted months, according to News 19. Wow. This is where I feel bad for teachers, man, because and administrators and stuff, because the world is friggin crazy now. Yep. Yeah. You can't even you can't even like honk your horn in traffic without people freaking out. It's not, you know, And, and now you gotta you gotta be concerned that it might escalate to to someone getting out of the car and then going in their trunk and pulling a gun out. Yeah, you don't try that shit in Jersey. You know what they do in Jersey? You wake up to a horse head in your bed the next day. Right. Shit like that. They send you pictures of your wife out somewhere else. They're following her. You know. I mean, they don't fuck around. It's like mafia type shit up there. But but here, you're right. They'll just pull out a gun right there out of out of the car and boom boom pew pew. <laughs> Yeah, not good. But yeah, but it, kids it, it and concerns guns, me all around. This What's shit that? has this shit has to stop. I don't think it's strong. Let me ask you a question. If you want outlaw guns, who's going to have guns? Just the people. Outlaws. Yeah, outlaws. If you outlaw guns, outlaws will have guns. So yeah, I that I agree. You not not every type of gun is, is needed or ne- or a, a necessity, but yeah. You, you can't outlaw guns. Well, I'm not saying I need a not rocket launcher, but I'm saying I need right. something with enough power to... You know, do you know why I need a gun? I need a gun in case the the government... Look, look how well the government takes care of everyone, right? Oh, don't worry. The government will take care of you. Stop. That's why you need a gun. It's not for... It's not for hunting. You could say it's for hunting, but it's not for hunting. You're usually going to Winn-Dixie or something for your food, Publix, whatever. People like the hunt. I get it. I like the hunt as a sport thing, but I do consume whatever I I shoot and kill. That's that's the thing. I don't live that way. That's not my whole lifestyle. I guess I'm blessed not to have to do that. But at the same time, it's something I enjoy doing, fishing, stuff like that. But I don't think anybody can tell me which gun I can and can't have. I'm not, Again, I'm not trying to blow up a tank. I'm just trying to protect my myself and my family in case the government comes after us. I mean, look at look at the situation in Russia and Ukraine. Do you know why nobody nobody invades our country like that? Because everybody's got guns. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking blown out of the water. China's got like a billion people. They're like, fuck that. We're not going over there. They got guns. All these other countries don't have guns. Yep. But yeah, no. I agree. I disagree. You know, the usual. I, I, I found it interesting that the people in this country, I'm not going to name any names, but there are people in this country who demand that we outlaw all guns. They're tweeting away and so happy that the Ukrainian government is handing all the people guns. They're handing them all guns because the fucking Russians are coming in. They Here, you got a dick? Come here, take a gun. You don't have a dick? Take two guns. Here you go. Whatever. Take a gun. Everybody gets a gun. That's what they need to do on airplanes, too. That's Archie Bunker stuff. Hand everybody a gun. Then dude won't worry about blowing up the plane. He's fixing to get shot in the head. Right. Well, but they'll be, you know, they'll be that one person who has no idea what they're doing with a gun and they'll pull Well, let me ask you something. Fuselage. Even if you have a gun, if you know everybody else has a gun, are you going to talk shit? Are you going to try anything? No! Because there's 150 fucking guns on the plane with me. They're going to outgun me. And one is bound to go off because people are stupid. I hear you. I know. It's an exaggeration on the plane thing. I'm just, you know. Anyway. Great news. Uh Uh-oh. That's New Smyrna Beach right there. Okay. Great news. I know some people were concerned we haven't had a shark bite yet. We got our first one of the year in Volusia County. I was say, the, are the sharks back? Yes. The, the shark sh- bite capital of the world, right? Correct. Now, I don't know if you can call this a shark bite. 
but it was a shark bite, okay? Technically, it is. This is according to Wesh.com. That's W-E-S-H, the NBC affiliate here, local. In Volusia County, New Smyrna Beach, Volusia County has recorded its first shark bite of the year. According to Volusia County Safety Ocean Rescue, a 21-year-old New Jersey man was fishing at New Smyrna Beach in waist-deep water when it happened. Officials say the shark smelled the garlic. (laughs) Officials officials say he was bitten by a five to six foot black tip shark. That's not very big, and those sharks aren't man eaters, you know, that I know of. But obviously, they tasted. His injuries were not serious, and he was not hospitalized. So, if the shark's five or six feet, that's a baby. And if you weren't even hospitalized. I don't count right. that. That's not a shark bite, dude. No, no, that don't count. Yeah. You, know, it, you gotta... they have their skin is like sandpaper. You know, it's yeah. kind of smooth in one direction, it's rough in the other direction. The, the shark probably brazed against him, you know, and he got a little bit of a rash. <laughs> now, so. now, obviously, I'm not this guy, and I should show some Karen, but but stop. If you don't even go to the hospital, dude, I can't count that shit. Right. Yeah. If the, if the lifeguard's putting a bandaid on you. You know, rubbing you down with a little neosporin, you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, man. Party foul. Have you, have you ever seen anybody get beat, bit by a shark? No. No. Will that, that make you less less likely to get in the water waist deep? In, in New Smyrna, I'd be concerned. You know, because it happens, you know, probably a dozen times a, 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 each year. So, you know, you got a, you know, one in a million chance. I I just don't want to get bit by a shark. All right. Maybe there's some sort of way we can we can arrange this because, you know, this is a real thing. I know you're going to think this is funny, but all women always have that friend that they could take with them. And they like hanging out with this friend because by comparison, they look better than that person. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Their monthly friend. Yeah. No, 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 no. But. And it's true. A lot of women are conscious of this. Yeah, like they can't hang out with a Kim Kardashian because they know Kim Kardashian's right. going to get all the all the look, all the yeah, all the attention. Yeah, exactly. Can you do the same thing with sharks in the water? Can I go out there with like a real fat guy, a huge guy, <laughs> and like look at this hundred, you know, two, four hundred pound steak or Mike the two hundred pound steak? Which one do you want? Well, the two hundred yeah. pound steak might be easier to swallow. I don't know. Or, you know, when you're in the water with your friend, regardless of who it is, just take a bag of blood and throw it over by him. Yes. There you go. Carry one of those uh, police batons where you go whoosh, and pull it out, one of those metal right. things. What do they call that? Yeah. A blackjack? A flapjack? Something? Well, it's like I a baton. a nightstick or something, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's like it, the it comes out like, a, yeah, like an antenna yeah. almost, but it's thick yeah. metal. It's heavy. Yeah. I have to ask my kid. No clue. But yeah, it's like the, the the same joke about the the two guys that are walking through the woods in work boots and they see a bear and the one guy sits down and takes his work boots off and he's putting sneakers on and the other guy's like, "Come on, we gotta run! What are you what are you doing?" And he goes, "Well, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you." That's right. And then he shoots him in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I that that's funny stuff. Hey, baseball's coming back. Do you care? Um, major league? Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. They came to an agreement. I think the, I think what really happened is the players caved, but they say they came to an agreement. They're going to start the season April 7th. I believe they're going to salvage the 162 game series ends the 99 day lockout. Like I didn't even, I knew there was some kind of issue, but I, a 99 day lockout. Jeez. Yeah. This is according to CBS12.com. The union's executive board approved the agreement in a 26-12 to 12 vote Thursday pending ratification by all players, a person familiar with the balloting said. Associated Press on said the Associated Press on condition of anonymity because no announcement was authorized. <laughs> Interesting. MLB. Have you, you ever been on strike? Have I ever been? Yeah. No, not that I can remember. You don't, you don't remember being on strike? No, and I don't remember crossing a strike line either, a picket line or whatever. No, I, yeah. I've i seen both ends of it. I remember when I was little, that was a big thing in Jersey, yeah. people going on strike all the time. No, we, we went on strike in 
93, 94, somewhere around there, maybe. What was that, grocery store or what? Yeah, grocery store. I was working. I was uh, I wasn't even a manager yet. I was just a regular, you know, part-time peon guy. So were you actively, like, on the picket line with a stick and a poster board and stuff? Yeah, you, like, you, you needed to be there a specific amount of hours, blah, blah, blah. You know, you didn't get paid. If, uh, if if we were on strike for more than 14 days, we would have gotten, like, a stipend or something. Like, we yeah. would have got, like, 20% of our pay through the yeah. union. But, yeah, it, uh, it, I think we're on strike. At least my store was on strike for seven days. And did you win? Did you get what you want? Did you meet in the middle? Or I have not a clue. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure we got what we wanted. Because, uh, you know, that was back in the day when employers paid your benefits in full. You know, nothing came out of your paycheck. Yeah. And that's, well, that's when they were trying to, to start that. You well, know, you know, whole... you look back at our grandparents and stuff, and most of them went to work at the factory or wherever they worked, yep. and they stayed there for 40 years or 20 years. or th That's yep. what you did. This is where you work. This is what you do. This is where you live. This is what you do. You pay your taxes. You know, when the electric bill comes, you hurry up and write out the check and put it in the envelope and run back out before the postman can get back up the street because you don't want them to turn your electricity off. Stop. Yep. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my, my grandfather's generation all worked for Ford Motor Company yeah. in the factories. Yeah. My dad worked for a pharmaceutical company, and he worked there for 38 years. Yeah. 38 years, and then, then they bought him out. Well, good at, for him. Then. At, a, at a good point. He retired, God, in his mid-50s because they bought him out. That's awesome. That's Full awesome. benefits. My mom, still to this day, has benefits and uh, and survivor benefits from them. That's awesome uh, because a lot of a lot of pensions and stuff go up in smoke later on in the market or mismanaged yep. or uh, confiscated for taxes or stolen from the, you know, Joey Bag of Donuts, who's helping run the friggin', uh, the friggin', uh, yep, the whole shebang uh, the, there. The supermarket that I worked for, where I was a union member, I have a pension coming to me, and they have issues with that, all kinds of issues. But the, the company I worked for was was run by the mafia anyway, you know, or an, an offshoot of the mafia, and they they couldn't make a good decision if it was made for them. So it, it was a, a crumbling company when I joined them, and it eventually went out of business. Who's 2015, that? 2015. Pathmark, uh, Pathmark or ShopRite? Pathmark? Pathmark. Did... Pathmark was bought by A&P, and then A&P went out of business. And Pathmark was the, the company that was pseudo-mafia-run, uh, or so, at least by people with vowels. So A&P threw Pathmark and Anchor instead of a light preserver, and they both went down? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, the only thing left of A&P is, uh, is their 8 o'clock coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember you'd go down to coffee aisle and you could ground your coffee. You take the bag and you put it in a grinder and you put it up yep. underneath there. Yeah, that was the thing. Yep. And that was back when coffee smelled good. Now it smells like freaking anal nut munch and all kinds well, of Well, yeah, crap. They, they cover it in all these oils and flavors and shit. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's, yeah. Regular coffee, good. Wow. Even though I don't like coffee. Wow. You don't like coffee at all? No, I've never. I've had coffee ice cream when I was like three and didn't like it. Uh, so I had I had like a mocha cappuccino at the RFC one time, yeah. and I completely like my brain like completely exploded that night. Dude, never, never again. I used to have, you know, used to wait on a table there, and it used to be that one lady who always orders the dressing on the side, light onions, special this, special that. Okay, right. and for dessert. I'm going to have a half-calf, half-decaf, mocha cappuccino with cinnamon, da-da-da. Make it a grande. And I'm like, okay, regular coffee coming right up. And everyone at the table laughs. Because <laughs> they know this bitch always does this when they go out. Always a special right. order, right? Right. You know what I brought her? Fucking regular what? coffee. Here you go. Regular <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I wasn't fucking making that thing. Like, this ain't fucking Starbucks. Right. Or a $10,000 cappuccino machine. Yeah. Ain't working today, lady. Yeah. Anyway. Like the like the ice cream machine at McDonald's. I like coffee. I, I can go with that with or ah. without it. You know, I'm not that person that has to have it. Um my daughter and my wife like the cold brew. They brew their own cold coffee for cold coffee drinks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not that guy, though. Do you know what the difference is between a cappuccino and a latte? Do you know what the difference is? Um, yes. All right. What is it? Uh, cappuccino and co- uh, cappuccino, the milk and the coffee come out at the same time. The latte, the coffee comes out first, then the milk. No, I don't think that's it. I, uh, you know, I did work as a barista a little bit, but uh, my, yeah, right. My thing would be um, the cappuccino is uh, one part coffee or espresso, one part steamed milk, two thirds of the cup is milk foam. They, they, and that little thing, and that creates the foam, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, a, a latte will have, like two thirds of it will be steamed milk, and just the top will be the steamed milk. Okay. So that's that's your barista lesson for today. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Here's your you. freaking coffee. <laughs> have a coke and a smile. Out of here with that. And <laughs> they have a funny commercial about that now. They have um, okay. A uh, guy sitting in a coffee shop, and he—they have to prove that he's not a robot. They show the screen, and they pan out, and it's a robot trying to prove he's not a robot on the laptop <laughs> in the coffee shop. And then you okay. hear the guy, the barista, going, "I have a coffee here for Rob Ott. Rob Ott instead of robot." Yeah, it's a pretty funny commercial. Nice. Oh my God! The weather this weekend is going to be freaking crazy for some people, dude. Not us. We're going to be good. You think? I think we get uh, we got more rain coming. I think up here. Yeah, but look what they're getting. They're they're saying this winter storm blanketing right, the yeah. plains, Midwest and South will turn into an East Coast bomb cyclone. That's what I heard. Like a cyclone whoop, of some sort, whoop, right? Whoop. We saw this before. A bomb cyclone. Everybody, run! The sky's falling. low pressure will intensify the east coast this weekend the bomb cyclone will bring heavy snow and strong winds to parts of the northeast before that a winter storm will dump snow from the plains into parts of the south and midwest it could become one of the strongest non-tropical lows on record in eastern canada wow so if you're in the northeast sorry it sucks to be you but if you see the the map here it kind of start. It kind of shows you the rain, but that yellow, that pink, and all that—that's like ice, wow. snow, sleet, all that stuff. Yeah. Now I'm looking at it on on the old phone here, and it doesn't look good. Yeah. So it looks like lots of snow, lots of ice, lots of sleet, lots of wind. It looks really bad for everybody up and down the East Coast until you get to about Florida. We're gonna get some rain, but I don't think we're gonna get an effect at all. So. Yeah. If you folks in those other states up north, sorry. Yeah, good luck. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Yeah, I don't want you to move to Florida either. I've had enough of this crap. Everybody's moving to Florida. <laughs> Look. We, Look. We, we have no place, no, no, no place to say something like that. Well, the thing is, is most everybody that's come here, you know why they're coming here? Because we're here? Because they've shit it up where they live now. They've shit <laughs> everywhere. There's shit everywhere. There's shit in the streets. There's shit on the side. Businesses are closed. Uh, policies and 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 stuff that runs big cities and stuff. Nobody wants to live with that shit. They leave. Let's go to Florida. They're living free down there. Not free as in it doesn't cost anything. But I mean, you don't have any fucking bullshit. You screwed up your state. You don't come to my state and screw it up now. Stay the fuck out. That's why I came to Florida in '99. Yeah, dude. When you go back, when you go back up to the north, New York, New Jersey, and all that, do you notice the difference? The sky's not blue. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. I, I remember our first time flying back to New Jersey. To I think it was my my who's now 21, 22. Her her christening, and I remember flying into Newark Airport and looking out the window and saying. I'm looking at a black and white picture. Yeah. There's no color. No color anywhere. And it was like October. I'm like, hello. Yeah, no color. So, yeah. I uh, Nice place to visit, but, you know, a couple days and I'm done. Yeah, I, I 
I, I you visit, can't. You visit the shore, well, you visit the city. I, I start paying attention to all the little stuff I take for granted in Florida. You're driving down the road. It's not lined with trash and cigarette butts and cans and bottles and homeless guys encampments. Well, it depends on what part of town you're in. But, I mean, yeah, you know, it's not... Just the, the road quality itself. Yeah. Florida knows how to build a road. That's one thing I'll give Florida. Florida can build the damn road like you've never seen. You well, know? they have to. The The heat is very intense. I mean. Yeah. Well, same with Texas. But in Florida, I think they build a better road here than they do in Texas. Well, one Just good saying. thing is they don't have to worry about a lot of um, ice and snow and stuff yeah. like that. They don't have to worry about the concrete freezing. Yep, expanding, retracting, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yep, that that I know, but they do a good job here. All right, so bomb cycling this weekend, so I'm sure we're going to get kicked off Facebook or somewhere for saying bomb. All right, this little guy. Happens all the time. This little guy, this guy isn't so little. Okay. This is a giant parachuting spider. <laughs> Could right. invade Florida. Look out! The spiders are coming! There's another picture of them. There's a better one. So are the killer bees. Yeah. All right, how big is this thing? And then we had murder hornets. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, no, this thing's fairly large. It's about the size of your palm with the, with its legs and, and stuff. They're saying the spider... Yeah, it's large enough to cover your palm. This is according to Wesh.com again. The spider is an invasive species... Settling uh -oh. presently in Georgia, likely after it hitchhiked on a cargo ship from Asia. That's what I was going to say. How did it get here? In their native range in East Asia and Japan, they do go pretty far south in some tropical climates. At the University of Georgia, Andy Davis has studied the Joro, is what this is called, and believes that while it's been in Georgia for nine years now, it's likely to expand wow. its range north and south, including Florida, as soon as spring. Okay, that's next week. <laughs> They're very similar so, to what we call in Florida here as a banana spider. I was going to say, they look like banana spiders. Which is a no-risk creature, unless you're unwittingly striding to their web. You, you can have three or four webs all meshed together, which make a big super web. So that kind of nuisance to homeowners, yada yada. My daughter would freak out. She freaking hates spiders, dude. My my brother in law, same thing. The, even a small tiny spider, not a fan. I, I'm not a fan of spiders either. You know, that's for sure. I don't think I don't like, really know anybody who likes spiders. Oh, let me go find a spider now. I came home one day and in the front hallway I opened the door and there was a Tupperware upside down. Face down on the floor with a brick on top of it. And a post-it said, do not lift this brick. And I looked, and there's a spider running around in there. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I was surprised she got that close to it, you know, putting a thing on it, you know. Right. I mean, that, yeah. that, that probably took a lot to do that, you know. When I uh, when moved to, to Florida in, in 99, our house was finished being built in the, uh, the end of 99. So somewhere probably in the spring of 2000. We had our, our stuff in storage for like six months and finally got it into the house. And somewhere along the line, either was in the house when we moved in or it was in with our stuff. And above one of the doors, I guess an egg hatched or something hatched. And in the doorway, about 100 yeah. little tiny spiders yeah. started coming down. And it looked like a, like a bead curtain of yeah. little tiny spiders. No, I've seen that. The little eggs, they look like uh, the little virus, the little virus picture of Corona. It has like sharp pointy things. Like they're like little white or beige eggs, maybe. And they're pointy. Yeah. Was that was that what it looked like? I, I have no idea. But, you know, I've seen spider eggs before and they, they do look like with like a little bit of a, a web fuzz around them for protection. Crazy, but, uh, dude. But I mean, yeah. that's what you, it, you, we're living in Florida, dude. I mean, we know we're going to have bugs. We're going to have shit. But it, it is troubling when we get you know, invasive species or, you know, they got problems like in the Everglades with those uh, snakes they got down there and stuff. Yeah, the, the pythons. Yeah. Yep. And re yep. remember Jersey growing up, there was always that story, and I know there's some validity to it, but I don't know the whole story. I'm sure it's been exaggerated. Oh, somebody had a baby alligator, and they flushed it down the sewer, and now it's a big alligator, and yada, right, yada. Right, Well, yeah, there was also the... 
the 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 Jersey Devil in the in the with the Pine Barrens down towards Jackson and Freehold, and it's supposedly a a devil type Sasquatch thing running around. That's how yeah, the uh, hockey of... team got its name, the Jersey Devils, right? Correct. Yes. Yep. But yeah, these banana spiders supposedly they um they come over from the tropics in cases of bananas. All right. Well, you worked in produce. Did you experience that? Never. Oh. Never. I, right. I've probably, God, if I, I've probably lifted ten thousand cases of bananas over the years. Well, and I've never, never come across a spider. I've heard people talk about it and stuff like that. I've never seen one. I was gonna say, let's rephrase that. Doesn't mean one wasn't there. It's mean you didn't. Correct. Maybe it crawled underneath the bananas as you lifted the box or something, yeah. or crawled up yeah. in a ball in a corner or something. You yep. know. And, and the thing is, like, yeah, I wouldn't be opening every box. So, you know, yeah. Not my thing. Definitely don't like spiders. <clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't think that these – I hope that these don't become a problem for us, I should say. So, yeah. anyway. I, I, I told you about the, the time I, I found a half a pound of heroin in yes. uh, the bananas, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Was, You're still living off that money, day. right? I, I was – yeah. I, I would welcome banana spiders any day over that. Uh, Nowadays, I'd have to call the cops right away because, you know, if somebody else gets their hands on it, they may die from fentanyl and then it'll get connected back to me somehow. Shit. Right. No, call yep. the cops, dude. Fucking crazy. Yep. Did you hear about that exactly. this week? The uh, six no. spring breakers that uh, they apparently somebody had the idea at this house party at an Airbnb in Fort Lauderdale. These college kids from around the country. Somebody brought some coke. Well, this Coke was laced with fentanyl, and six of them were at risk for overdosing. They were all puking and freaking out and all that shit. They called ambulance. They called fire rescue. I don't think any of them died, but, dude. It, it doesn't take much fentanyl to, to kill a neighborhood. That's no, for sure. but I've never. Back in the day, you never heard anybody dying from fentanyl, from Coke no. or whatever. No. Maybe their heart no. exploded because they did too much or something. You know. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Hey, you know, it's a big weekend this weekend. You know what we do this weekend? Uh, Turn the clocks. Yeah. Now, do now we... here's my proposal. Yes. We move the, head, the clocks ahead two hours. And this way, when we turn it back, it'll be the same as it is now? Yeah. No. We, when we turn it back in... To one hour. October? Do one hour back. Okay, so but you way, do that every year? Way, no, no, <laughs> that would be cool, right? In, in ten years, you don't know what time you're, you're doing. Yeah, you're ten, you're already in the future. Um, <laughs> no, just just bring it back one hour. So this way, when it's standard time, it's actually daylight time, and when it's daylight time, it's double daylight time. So this way, like come June, nine thirty, ten o'clock, ten fifteen, it's still light out. I think when uh, when I lived in the Panhandle for a short time. When I lived in Panama City when I was a kid, we um we ended up in the central time zone. Because Panama Florida is so big. It's a peninsula. It's very big from the left yeah. all the way down to, like, the Keys or even just to Miami. It takes you 10, drive. 11 hours or so to get, travel the whole thing, you know? So yep. my thing is this. When, when I was growing up, I remember distinctly that there was times we didn't turn our clocks back or forward. Like, that little area of the country... Really? It didn't. Yeah, there's certain areas. I think Iowa has one of them, or the whole state, or somewhere in the Midwest it's, has a similar. It's Indiana thing. that that Is does. It? Yeah, like the Indianapolis area doesn't, but the rest of it does. And then, of course, there's Arizona that doesn't do it at all. So you're right. How the hell do you conduct business? How the hell? I mean, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's tough. Well, this Working is here in Florida with a lot of the the people I deal with are in California. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I have I have three hours in the morning that I can get stuff done because right. no one's bugging me. Yeah. Come eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, that phone just doesn't sure. stop. The emails. I get I get emails faster than I can read them sometimes. <laughs> Literally I, I get up, go to the bathroom, I come back, there's ten emails in my freaking email box. I'm like ah <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, it's crazy, dude. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, springtime, of course, you do move your clock ahead. You spring ahead and you fall back. Fall back. That's how I yep. remember that. So just to go on a record, give you the intellectual uh, 
side of this. The clock will move ahead one hour at 2 a.m. local time on Sunday, March 13th, 2022. Daylight saving time lasts for a total of 34 weeks in the U.S. from early to mid-March to the beginning of November in states that observe it. So, Yeah, I know Arizona is one of them, but I think more of them kind of jumped on the old bandwagon. Now, I can remember back in the day in my young drinking age that bars in the fall, when you fall back, they would stay open another hour. But then some municipalities were like, yeah, no, we're not playing that shit. No, the first 2 a.m., that's it. You're done. Well, if it's 2 o'clock, it's 2 o'clock. Yeah, but at 2 o'clock, you change the clock back to 1. Right. Now what? Well, it's 1 o'clock. Yes, have another drink. Right? Why why, why, why fight it? Yes. If it's 1 o'clock, it's 1 o'clock. It's not 2 o'clock. No, 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 it's 2 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock. The thing I don't like, and I don't know, I I guess it's uh, in the fall, is you don't know. Like, you're getting up. Let's say you get up at 6 a.m. every morning. It's, you, you know, usually near dark. But then in the fall, when you move that clock like that, you, is it the fall? That, no, it's got to be the spring when it's darker in the morning. Yeah, because it's, it's later actually, in it's the getting, evening. In it's the getting summer. lighter as the days go on now because of the actual rotation of the earth. But in the wintertime, when you turn the clocks uh, back, it's like 5 o'clock. It's dark all of a sudden. You're like, what the hell happened? Yeah. It's dark. And, and- is it nine o'clock? Even, what time is it? <laughs> exactly. But what's even stranger is I remember around Christmas time, around the winter solstice or whatever the hell that is, um, it would be dark at like four thirty. But yeah. you know, and that's like the, the earliest it gets dark. In New Jersey, where I lived, four thirty. Then if you come to Florida, which is farther west on the globe. Even though it doesn't look like it on the map, on the globe it's farther west. It's the earliest it gets dark is like five fifteen. So you get like forty five minutes more of daylight because of where we're positioned on the globe as the sun passes. That was your science portion of the program today, folks. We hope you've enjoyed watching the universe live life and love and I don't know. I got nothing. I'm at nerds. We got it. We got just about two minutes left in the show. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out to, Mike? I want to give a shout out to American Samoa, Guam, the Northern Marianas Islands, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Where are you getting this do from? Not, along with Hawaii and Arizona, which do not participate in daylight savings time. Okay. All right. So are you? So you're a proponent of cut it out. Just just let it be. No, no, I want daylight savings time all the time. I want it light out 10 o'clock at night. I want it to stay dark until 8 30, 9 o'clock. Doesn't matter. You're only driving to work. You know? The should, commute in the morning. You should live dark. in Alaska where they don't even have that crap. But the thing is, imagine what it would do for commerce if it was light out until eight until ten o'clock at night. They'd have you to know? legalize Coke. <laughs> Let everybody freaking run. but no, but now it's laced with fentanyl. Hey, we got it. We got to work on getting out of here. I want to give a shout out to my man right. Gino Losi. Go fishing with Gino, who put you on a monster fish. Just look him up, Gino Losi, G I N O L O S I. Look him up on the socials. You can check out my friend Dustin Levine over at the Melon Patch Theater in Leesburg. Send him some money. Go see a show. Advertise with him. And, of course, check out my friend Night Fan Stan at Jet Set Printing for all your printing needs in the Central Florida area. We don't got to go home, but we got to get the heck out of here. We'll be right back. If you're on twitch.tv slash both mics, we'll be right back. Time. All right, we'll see you in a bit. Bye.
Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fuck.